ignorance, goes beyond even the realm of maya how what spaceship he will take to travel to beyond the reach of maya yeah in fact space space is maya ship is maya the wanting to go is also maya so transcends cognitively we have to see cognitively transcends maya by understanding that i am not under the spell of this duality anymore so the wave doesn't have to become ocean to see that it is the ocean correct so similarly the person understands i'm free of all the ignorance tamas i'm free of the duality of maya which is also tamas because if you look at it from the uh, the collective standpoint maya is duality correct it has the it has it is all power of ishvara to make things manifold that 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 manifoldness here is this duality and then if you look at this from the standpoint of the individual then what is maya tamas ignorance darkness the veiling power correct so that veiling power avarna is cre- what creates the problem for the individual the vikshepa is from the standpoint of ishvara the vikshepa means making one into many that is as though that is ishvara's power and so the jiva's problem is not that the there are many things but that the jiva believes each one to be a discrete separate entity including itself that is the problem that is called avarna so when the avarna is removed the vikshepa doesn't create a problem you know so the out of the twofold powers of maya how how are they transcended so the jiva's avarna is avidya is removed correct yeah and then when the avidya is removed you don't have to remove everything in the srishti to make it all one you know you don't have to put all the jivas in a melting pot and make it into one big jiva correct yeah like you put all these various cheese in this fondue pot and melt it you don't have to do that you don't have to you know make all the jivas into one big goo to say that this is what it is yeah you don't need a big goo all you need is guru that's all to <laughs> to remove to remove the gu you need guru yeah gukarah andhakarah jukarah tan nivartakah andhakara nirodhitvat guruhu iti abhidhiyate so gu stands for darkness tamas and the the syllable ru means the one who removes that ignorance self ignorance that is the guru so here because guru prasadat guru mukhat having gained the knowledge what happens to this muni this contemplative being being ready for the knowledge crosses samsara and uh, by identifying and seeing the truth of oneself as that which is the witness to to everything the material out of which jiva and ishvara are both as though crafted but which is beyond all the maya and the mayik hold of tamas self ignorance is completely free and then what happens of course you know the, the this is still the person who is uh, listening to this is not yet the muni correct yeah because then the uh, question always comes 
मुझे क्या मिलेगा वॉट विल आई गेट आउट ऑफ दिस यू नो एंड दैट्स वाई दिस वर्स कम्स स ब्रह्मा स विष्णु स महेश्वर वॉट इज दट सो स अक्षर एंड रुद्र ऑल दीज थिंग्स आर गिवन बिकॉज वेन वी लुक एट भगवान वी लुक एट भगवान फ्रॉम थ्री स्टैंड पॉइंट्स ऑफ फंक्शन सो देर आर थ्री वेरी पॉप्युलर फॉर्म्स फ्रॉम द स्टैंड पॉइंट ऑफ फंक्शन दिस इज कॉल्ड द त्रिमूर्ति एंड वॉट आर दे वन इज फ्रॉम द स्टैंड पॉइंट ऑफ क्रिएशन वॉट डू वी हैव ब्रह्मा नॉट टू बी कन्फ्यूज विद ब्रह्मन हियर ब्रह्मा लॉन्ग आ यू नो दैट्स वाई वी हैव टू प्रोनाउंस सैंस्क्रिट प्रॉपरली अदरवाइज दिस वील से हाउ मेनी ब्रह्मन आर देर यू नो या सो सब ब्रह्मा मीन्स दैट पर्सन इज नथिंग बट ब्रह्मा अलोन वेर इज दिस ब्रह्मा ब्रह्मा इज नथिंग बट दैट पर्सन देन सच शिवा शिवा हियर मीन्स द वन हु इज द रिजॉल्वर ऑफ एवरीथिंग यू नो द डेलीवरर ऑफ एवरी एवरी जीवा इज कॉल्ड शिवा एंड हियर रुद्रा वी कैन से सेम थिंग एंड देन सह इंद्र इंद्रा इज द किंग ऑफ हेवन क्या बात है दिस पर्सन बिकम्स ब्रह्मा यू नो शिवा इंद्रा वाई बिकॉज अक्षर यू नो द वन दैट नेवर डिक्लाइंस परम द वन हु इज द अल्टिमेट द एब्सल्यूट पर और वी कैन टेक परम स्वराट टूगेदर द वन दैट इज द अल्टिमेट किंग द किंग एवरी किंग यू नो especially our british rule our uh, rajas <laughs> they were just namesake kings they had what is called a privy purse they used to get an allowance and then and uh, that allowance came from everything that was grown in the kingdom all everything they had to hand over they were left with an empty palace that was just very difficult to maintain and that was just a drain on the resources and they were given a privy purse that's all it is and their mode of uh, what is that their mode of transport was sometimes cycle rickshaw because that that's all they could not even auto rickshaw <laughs> pujya swami ji tells a story that he had got, he was asked to you know inaugurate some vedic library somewhere near tanjavur it's a very uh, lovely story so he went there and they said that the the one to uh, you know pujya swami ji blessed the place and everything and they had called the local raja of tanjavur to cut the ribbon and do the inauguration he was the he was the, the the guest of honor and so they waited for the raja to come they are saying he must be held up in traffic where is he where is he they are looking and they are looking for you know some mercedes cars or big cars or something like that you know and then they, then after half an hour he still didn't come they 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 phoned the place where he lived and uh, nobody was uh, nobody answered so they are still waiting and as the priests of this uh, the priests and whoever else was waiting to receive the king you know with all the honors they are all waiting at the gate and they are looking and one slowly one cycle rickshaw you know the, the, the a kind of a three wheeler which the person is cycling in the in the front and the other person is sitting in the back so the maharaja is coming in a three wheeler and then slowly he got down and then he came you know so our rajas are like that you know reduced to nothing because of the the whole experience of colonization the everything was taken away from them and all they can afford to go and inaugurate a building is a cycle rickshaw this paramaswarat is not like that raja you know the one who has what swayam rajate we will see that we are just seeing the words by themselves swayam rajate means what self shining doesn't need another source of glory 
doesn't need you know the the arms and the emblem on the side of the coach the royal coach the royal livery none of without any of the paraphernalia the person that shines this is called paramaswarat the ultimate raja or you can take paramaha and swarat separately paramaha the ultimate the absolute swarat the king of kings you know self effulgent and then we have left out one fellow you know one one avatara we have left out brahma and shiva indra and what have we left out vishnu and what about vishnu who is vishnu he is alone vishnu he himself is vishnu this person who has this knowledge is vishnu alone there is no other vishnu sab prana hai and in fact everything that is alive is because of this alone we say that prana is called sutratma sutratma is means the one that 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 binds everything it's the string that goes through all the beads which which gives it life sutre manigana iva it's called sutratma and prana is called sutratma because like a string it strings all the jivas together that breathe they all dependent on on prana prana is a very important manifestation of ishvara that gives life and here who is this prana the one that doesn't need to breathe oh so when i get this knowledge i don't need oxygen anymore <laughs> body needs oxygen yeah brain needs oxygen mind needs oxygen to function you know yeah you don't need oxygen that's correct you don't need prana when you know that i am that which is the truth of the prana you don't need prana and then what sakalah or sakala kalogni kalogni means the one uh, you know you can look at it in two ways kalagni or kalah and agni separate things the one who is time the one who is time is beyond time correct yeah so the one who is time and the one who is fire and out of all the elements fire is pointed out because it is a very basic thing it is the first one to be discerned by more than one or two sense organs you can see fire you don't want to but you can you can touch fire and then you can you know you can hear the fire the crackling sound that is the fire and so therefore fire is the first one that you can see you can objectify with the eyes so agni and also because it's destructive or you can take kalogni uh, agni uh, as also as the your own very hunger hunger vaishvanara you can take and this is this is also you after you have this knowledge that is also you and then what is left out chandramaha what is chandrama the moon who is the moon you alone are the moon so this person of knowledge is brahma is vishnu vishnu means that which is vyapanashilaha that which is all pervasive vish dhatu vish and not vish vishati enters no vish veveshti plus you know shnu the pratyaya snu actually but because of the uh, sandhi changes it becomes shnu vishnu the one shnu means the the the, the, the suffix snu has the sense of always being of that nature yeah sahishnu we say jishnu another one jish ji means what ha huh? to conquer 
the one whose nature is to always conquer jishnuho yeah and so this this suffix always has that the one whose swabhava is like that which is described by the 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 the, the, the word which the suffix you know qualifies and so here wish means the one who is always everywhere whose nature is to be always everywhere vishnuho so and then sa indraha he is himself indra the one who enjoys all the heavenly vitals the heavenly rajya that power you see this is all very these are all positions of power you can take it as a kind of a mini phalashruti phalashruti means a declaration of what is the 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 results of this knowledge or you can take it as a matter of fact as what happens after you gain this knowledge either way it's wonderful sab brahma means is he now creating the universe this fellow with knowledge no he may not be doing the job of brahma but he knows that any creation is happening in the in the watch of this sakshi which is non separate from me so there is no need to you know worry what is being created will it be okay what is happening there is no need to worry similarly all this the so called destruction and resolution is happening in the is unfolding on the canvas that is myself which is the changeless canvas of the sakshi so you see sometimes you have this canvas and on top of that people make embroidery correct they will show the sun the moon and maybe they will show the heaven they will show brahma is there sitting on the throne creating all the prajas and then they will show vishnu which is sustaining everything they will show rudra destroying everything and then you know that is all happening on another realm in the canvas and on here the jeevas are crying trahimam pahimam etc yeah if you identify with the tapestry then you become you know a very sad sad person correct yeah if you identify as the tapestry and then then there are all these jeevas in the form of little stick figures that are crying you know all made with embroidery thread and then if you identify with the tapestry then you are history really yeah it's a big mystery how you identified with the tapestry is a big mystery because it is atma agnyanam yeah then you know sometimes when you have this even on this uh, this uh, kalim what is that carpets there these persian carpets they are so beautiful they have all these things they have the whole universe depicted on these carpets a very nice beautiful and then you know these uh, there also there are all these little little figures people dancing people crying people you know doing all these things and then if you identify with the tapestry there finished you are gone but then sometimes and sometimes even in the sweater you can make various designs you are knitting a sweater you can make these crochet you can design all you need is a small child you know who will take that the wrong end of the thread and 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 the, the, it's so delightful that sensation you know i i just it's one of my first memories as a child yeah going to some neighbor auntie's house when i was 4 years or 3 years old and then i i just loved that that whole thing and then i saw that it's just a, lot of i said how what happened to this picture it resolved into this this yellow thread green thread you know brown thread pink thread red thread everything you know 
Yeah. Then I ran from there because I knew something was <laughs> how to leave the situation. I that much brains I had. <laughs> I just vanished. <laughs> so. <laughs> And then there was this so much. There was a, that heap of thread was bigger than me, you know, bigger than the, the this 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 uh, you know the, uh, bigger than this height which I was. And was so much thread came out. I kept on thinking, and and it was highly addictive. The more I unraveled, the more I felt like unraveling. And then I unraveled everything. And there was this heap of all kinds of skeins. And then I just pushed off. You know, I just said, okay, you know leave the situation very nicely. And now, you know, looking at this, looking back at this, now I see that, you know, when you identify with the tapestry, there is a lot of tears, story of tears, yeah. You have to see the, tap the threads of the tapestry and all these various stitches, satin stitch and this stitch and that stitch, so many stitches are there, you know. And then Rajasik stitches, Tamasik stitches, Sattvic stitches. They are all the work of Maya. Yes. So sti she stitches your destiny there. Yes. Sometimes she puts you in stitches, you're laughing. Sometimes she, you know, she, she lines your life with a border of tears. You're crying. But really speaking, who are you? You're the canvas upon which this is there. And if you see yourself as the canvas, there is no misery. There is no misery at all. Then you say, I am this Brahma only because it is all happening on me. I am that changeless consciousness upon which all these stories are depicted. Wonderful stories. You know, are depicted. And what are these stories? The Puranas are wound up, you know, they are, they are all unfolding on one corner of this tapestry, on this, on this canvas. The canvas is free of color, the coloration of Sattva, Rajas, Tamas. The canvas is free of afflict, being afflicted by the embroidery. The canvas doesn't say, this is a very sad embroidery, so I'm feeling sad. No. The canvas is just a medium on which all these things are reflected. Itself, it's un unafflicted by anything that is projected onto it. It is free of all projections. And on this canvas, the Vedas unfold, the Puranas unfold, Vedanta unfolds. Somebody is on this canvas itself, somebody is sitting and listening to the Upanishads. On this canvas itself, this one-month course is going on. Somebody is sitting in England, somebody is sitting in India, somebody is sitting here and they are all listening on this canvas. They are all little pictures on this canvas. On this canvas, we have the teacher teaching. This is also on the canvas, on that level. And when you see this from the vantage point of the Samastha Sakshim, the Sakshi of everything, you are neither elated nor dejected. And then you can very confidently even say, I am Indra, because Indra is the most jealous king of kings, because he is very always afraid, puk puk fellow, you know, frightened. Why? Because somebody will take my position. If anybody does 98 yajnas, he gets very scared, Rajasuya yajnas, because they say if you do 100, you can displace him, and he doesn't want to be displaced. So you may sit here and say, I am Indra, but Indra has to agree, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can happily say, I am Indra, I am Indra's daddy also, I am, you can sit and say, say that. But Indra has to agree, but what will make Indra agree? 
that this this samastha sakshim this is the truth of everything you are the truth of that which is indra also indra cannot disagree if if, if indra comes try with his thunderbolt trying to attack uh, what is the name of the thunderbolt vajra that is that is his uh, weapon of choice indra is the lord of thunder so he c- comes carrying a bolt of lightning and he says how dare you say you are me i'm going to you know burn you up and then you say that which you cannot burn in you is the same thing that which you cannot burn in this body mind sense complex either i am the same as you and then the thunderbolt is also you know is 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 you alone uh, that that is me alone everything is me you are also me there is no difference and then the thunderbolt is withdrawn because indra has also a bolt of knowledge right there he is struck by knowledge because there are many stories in the upanishads where indra also it's not enough to be indra you have to gain this knowledge that's why there are stories in the upanishad of indra going to gain this knowledge in the kena upanishad also we have indra gaining this knowledge because he forgot he thought he was everything and he forgot to acknowledge brahman and brahman decided to teach him a lesson bhagavan decided to teach him a lesson and so there is a story like that and in the chandogya upanishad you have heard me repeat this before as well where indra and virochana go to prajapati for the teaching and he is made to do the kaushed seva you know before upanishad he has to do upanishad kaushed <laughs> and he has to do seva there for 33 years three times in a row correct yeah so like this the stories are there so he this person of knowledge you you alone are indra there is no other indra outside of this look at it as a tapestry of various embroidery pieces depicting this world the nether world bhuhu bhuvah suvah all the other worlds the pitraloka everything is on this endless canvas and that canvas is you and that canvas is without a creator it 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 is the it is the witness of all creation all resolution happens in its watch itself without any afflictions and aksharah this canvas doesn't come to an end it's a limitless canvas it is not overloaded by anything or anybody and then fine finally what else you know sapranah it is that which binds the canvas is bound by by you know by a certain kind of a group of uh, whatever it is th- that power which binds the canvas that that uh, power which says this is one picture even though it's made up of many different panels that is the prana here you know prana can also be taken as hiranyagarbha no problem sakalah that canvas is beyond time but it uh, depicts the panels of the past present and the future that canvas is indeed the fire which includes all the elements is indeed the sun is indeed the moon this is what is everything sa eva sarvam yad bhutam ಸಂಥಾಸನ್ ಅಲೋನ್ ಇಸ್ ಸರ್ವಂ ಸರ್ವಂ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ 
everything, all. Because the Upanishad is getting tired of giving all these big, big, uh, you know, things. Indra, Yama, Chandra, everything is, is, is this person alone. And so the Upanishad concludes here by saying, concludes means it's not ending, this particular segment, by saying that you, you alone are all these things, you are everything. Means there is nothing that is separate from you. The separation is what causes anxiety. That's why it's called separation anxiety. Starts at 2, continues till 92 if it is not interrupted by self-knowledge. Always afraid, always worried, always insecure. And so, it is. this is what is talked here. That this separation is gone. Everything is me alone. There is so much enjoyment when you are able to see that. You know? Usually the sadness comes when you see somebody having something you don't have. And it could be a material thing, but more often than not, it's not a material thing, it's a quality they have. I wish I could be so compassionate, I wish I could be so patient, I wish I could have the skills that they have, I wish I could, you know, do all these so many things they do so well, I wish I could do like this. Usually, it is some kind of a capacity that, that somebody else has, that one feels deprived. I wish I was as strong as them. Look, they can eat anything at any time and digest. Me, I have to live on dal and water. You know, this is another complex. And then I wish I could, they, I, they remember everything so clearly. I wish I had their memory. I wish I had their power. So, we need, so there is this kind of a complex. And so when you see somebody doing something very well, instead of feeling happy for them, even if you feel the separation, the more likely the, the feeling that comes is, oh, I wish I was like that. Why Bhagavan couldn't give me, make me ten years younger, you know? And this is what happens when studying Vedanta also. Instead of sitting and studying Vedanta, people are looking around the room. <laughs> yeah. How that person so young, so quickly interested, the old person is thinking, you know? The elder person is thinking, that person so young, I wish I had studied at that time. And when that thought is going on, the teacher is saying Tattvamasi. And so that is totally missed. <laughs> so, <laughs> precisely at that time, you know. So even that is missed. This is called karma. And then, you know, this is what happens. So the, the you know, the old person is thinking like this. And do you think the young person is having a better time? The young person is saying, well, yeah, everybody says I'm lucky that I came at uh, such an early age. But you know, I don't have the experience that the elderly people do. So this, this knowledge is not sticking properly. It's not coming in the way that I like. So the young person has their own problems. My mind is restless. I cannot meditate. What should I do? How should I, what to do? Etc. So like this, no, there is nothing that is ideal. Correct? Nothing that is ideal. And so therefore, you know, this, the, the knowledge gives a very big present. It may not make you rich. But it makes you rich inwardly. And the greatest prasada of this knowledge is that you can delight in everyone as yourself alone. It's so beautiful. Somebody sings well, you can enjoy that as yourself alone. Not just their voice is, becomes an object of your enjoyment, not that subject-object joy. That is just a small little finite joy really, that is more often than not inhibited by one's own mind wondering why I can't sing like that. But here, this joy is, is of a much uh, different stature. 
and this joy is swarupa joy one's own joy that comes out brimming when anything wonderful is happening it's all me alone there is nothing other than me and this is what bhagavan krishna says in the 10th chapter yad yad vibhuti mat satvam whatever glory is there in the world that belongs to me and so the one that knows bhagavan this is the beautiful this is audacious but this is the beautiful thing about vedanta is that when you understand this you can say the same thing that lord krishna says yad yad vibhuti mat satvam whatever glory is in the universe it belongs to me if somebody sings well it's me it's me alone it's an extension of me if somebody cooks well that alone is me if somebody is understanding vedanta well that's alone is me if somebody whatever glory is there in the universe it's an extension of myself alone because i know that atma tatva upon which all these glories rests the glories are the endless projections of this brahman alone without which is itself glorious without needing any glories to prop it up and if i know brahman i know myself as the meaning of that glory paramaswarat that is paramaswarat and i know that i don't need anything else to prop me up and i can enjoy every glory i can imbibe and enjoy as an extension of myself alone how beautiful that is sa eva sarvam and then what the person is free of time and it is emphasized here yad bhutam yat cha bhavyam and if you look carefully it is seems to be lifted out of the purusha sukta this one and the next one purusha evedagam sarvam yat bhutan yat cha bhavyam yeah same thing in the word purusha is changed into saha saha is usually used for the jiva and here it is used for purusha the cosmic person bhagavan this bhagavan is everything you know sahasra shirsha a one of a thousand heads thousand is just a count 10000 also you can put you can put any number before the thousand or even after the thousand you can put any number of zeros it doesn't change the fact that every head is the cosmic head only no head can stand without it being blessed by bhagavan that is what it is sahasrakshah that which is in the order of sight every every eye is bhagavan alone the eye of the eye sahasrapat all feet are bhagavan's feet that which is manifest as the universe but is also uniquely itself which is also beyond the universe that's what we saw tamasaf parastat and then what yaccha bhutam yaccha bhavyam that which is beyond time what is the past purusha saha this no person of knowledge the saha becomes united with purusha there is no no more any saha anymore that individual ceases to exist as an individual the individual has what is called sarvatma bhava which is talked about in the next two verses in the next two mantras and saha means the one who is everything and the one who is the past because where is the past right now is the past where else is the past you cannot talk about the past in the past right mm-hmm. yeah so the past is always a repast why because it is being regurgitated in the present yeah it's just not tasty that's all repast means a tasty tasty food yeah it's a not you know 
it's an unsavory repast. That's what the past is. And what is the future? When are you worried about the future? Abhi, now? Now you are worried. Now you are anxious. Even if you are saying, no, 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 I am thinking of 30 years from now. When are you thinking of 30 years from now? Now. Yeah. You cannot worry about the future in the future. You cannot regret the past in the past. So the now which is free of time, that is free of Bhutam and that is free of Bhavyam. And why, how come the now is not mentioned? It is mentioned. Look carefully. Where is the now? In the words Cha, Chakarat. Cha means and. But the and, what is the and? And includes the present. Yat Bhutam Yat Cha Bhavyam. Yeah, the Chakarat, you know, Vartamanam Api Saha. That present is only, that present is the one which is Purusha. And you know another reason why it is not mentioned? This is the stroke, this is the, the master stroke of this Upanishad and the Purusha Sukta too. Because like I said, when are you lamenting the past? Now. Do you know that? Now. When are you anxious about the future? Now. Are you seeing that? No. The now which is the truth of the past and the present is conveniently absent in the discussions. And so too here it mimics that. And it is made absent in the discussion. And a little nod is given by the letter Cha. How lovely. How, how, how wonderful that is. Because this is what one does. This is what the Jiva does. The Jiva forgets the now, which is the canvas of the past and the present. And being in the now, forgets that I am in the now. And regrets the past and the present. So that when the past and the future become greater than the present, it is called the, the, the samsara. And what is the truth of this present? The truth of the present is one's presence. One's presence is the greatest present that one can find in the present. One's presence is the greatest present that one can find only in the present. So this is what it is, it's so beautiful. And so this is, you know, that is why it is omitted deliberately. Because this is what one forgets, very easy to forget. And then what? Jnatva. Jnatva means knowing this. Knowing that I am the present. And not only knowing that I am the present, knowing that I am present in all things. I am the present, I am the future, I am the past, I am present in everything. And all presents, everything that has a presence is my presence alone. There is no presence other than my own presence. Knowing that what happens? Mrityum atyeti, mrityum atitya gachati means goes beyond death. How to go beyond death? To, you know, to understand that you are the present. So how does that make me free of death? Because what dies is that which is the body. Body dies because that which jatasya hidruvo mrityuhu dhruvam janma mritasya cha that which was born is subject to death and that you know which is you know which is which is subject to death is subject to rebirth. So jatasya dhruvo mrityuhu so you don't tasmat apariharyerthe natvam shochitu marhati arhasi you know. You, you, you don't deserve to grieve because this is a law of life. And in the tapestry, what happens? Some colors wear off 
some colors you know come off unravel some parts of the tapestry unravel with age and time and again it leaves no you know it leaves nothing on the surface of the canvas no residue no stains no you know uh, threads are left on the canvas it just unravels what does the canvas do it is by itself so therefore the canvas is not subject to the unraveling the canvas is not subject to death the limitless canvas is free of death and the one who knows i am this limitless canvas which becomes the medium for all kinds of projections both positive and negative both collective and individual is is free of all kinds of you know limitations i know that and the one who knows that mrityum atyetya gachhati and then the upanishad gives a nice word of caution na anyaf pantha vimuktaye also borrowed from the purusha sukta very nice na anyaf pantha vidyate ganaya ayana ayana means the goal here you know narasya ayanam narayana that is what it is the goal of the human being is the word narayana so here na anyaf pantha vimuktaye vimuktaye means from much for moksha for mukti vimuktaye for freedom from samsara for freedom from the past for freedom from the future for freedom from time freedom from grief freedom from thinking i am small i am just a wave i am not all freedom from thinking i am because freedom from sub- being subject to sorrow freedom from being subject to pain all this freedom what is the road to the freedom the road to the freedom is gnyatva knowledge the road to freedom is not by any other means because there is no other path there is no other path other than to know there is no path other than to know that you are free of this knowledge is the only path and modern vedanta has has other modern ideas about this especially in india and elsewhere also there is the abiding presence of many paths for the extrovert karma yoga for the introvert jnana yoga for the one who is crying all the time bhakti yoga <laughs> so that they can sing sad songs and sit and cry you know and for the for the stubborn hatha yoga <laughs> <laughs> so and then not only that you know that is that is the the prevalent misunderstanding and then there is another kind of a thing then there is some other things which are even more problematic breathe your way to moksha how to breathe my way to moksha yeah we are having a weekend uh, what is that workshop yeah you give 750 dollars per person you know sans room and board we are not talking of all that you know so you give 750 dollars then we will tell you how to breathe your way to moksha and literally they will say breathe in the freedom inhale breathe out the bondage <laughs> exhale and take in the freedom again breathe in the freedom breathe out the bondage what will happen if you keep doing this you will develop good lung power that's all and you will need it also because after a few years of this you will feel like screaming so you better have good lung power <laughs> crazy totally crazy not understanding what is here no but how can you be fanatic how can you say that you only need knowledge to free 
to be free. Why not through some other ways? Here is where all kinds of allergies come. God allergy comes, you know, Guru allergy comes because knowledge means you have to think of Guru here. Kahan se pakad ke laega? You know, that is another thing where to catch hold of one Guru. And, and then people say, you know, and there is a there is a saying, this is a serious, you know, there is a saying, don't stand behind the donkey. Okay, that makes sense. And don't stand in front of the Guru. Ayyabha, what is this? You know, because why? You know, donkey kicks with a leg. Uh, this is an extrapolation. And then the Guru may kick with the words, yeah, kick the ignorance out of you. That's what the Guru will do. But this is the fe fear. Don't stand in front of the teacher and don't stand behind the donkey. What is this? This, this These kinds of idioms are made by, you know, I won't say what I feel like saying. Yeah, <laughs> you said it. So, <laughs> so, this is what it is. You have to understand that the some of the idioms and the proverbs come from, you know, idiotic sources and, you know, so we have to see that they come from Ajnanam. You cannot just believe all these things. And then, so then this Guru allergy wants to, you know, do this, people go all the way to avoid being taught. So they will say, contact the inner Guru, idhar betha hai, you know, prit pundarikam virajam vishuddham madhye upasthitam gurum you know, and contact the inner Guru, ask, who am I? And the inner Guru will respond, you know. How? How? Who is the inner Guru? First of all, you have to understand. Is there some kind of an entity udar betha hai? You know, somebody is sitting there, you know. Who will respond if you say, what is my nature? Okay, this is a fundamental question. I am having satsang. With who? My inner Guru because I am allergic to outer gurus. Alright, so what kind of a satsang is this? I, me and myself. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this I, me and myself? Ahankara, of course, the ego alone is asking the question. What kind of ego? Enlightened Ahankara or ignorant Ahankara? Who is asking the question? Ignorant. Because the enlightened Ahankara knows what it is, it doesn't need to ask the question. Correct? So the ignorant Ahankara is asking the question. Now here is a million dollar question for you. Who is answering from inside? Ignorant. Ignorant. Because if the Ankara is not enlightened, how will it answer? So who am I? Idiot. That is the only answer that will come. I told you you are an idiot. Even last life you were an idiot. This life also you are an idiot. This is the only answer that will come. So this Guru allergy. And then people go to long extent, they want to contact the inner Guru and they have to get the... And then they will say, I got the knowledge, apne aap. This is another big, you know, fad. I got the knowledge. There are many things, many ways. I'm, I'm actually on a roll. Yeah, I'm having fun. So there is one, one school of thought that says, knowledge comes apne aap. Apne aap means by itself. Yeah. Then they will always quote, Buddha sat under a tree and got the knowledge. How do you know? So many things we don't know about the Buddha. And so many places it says that Buddha also went and studied with many teachers. He first had went and studied with teachers who were arguing with themselves. They happened to be Nayayikas. Then he said, this is not my way and went further. And then he sat with some other holy people in the forest. Sat with means studied. And then, and they were believed in starving themselves. And they said, you also don't eat, we will also not eat. We will do nirahara and out of the emptiness, you know, this kurukuru sound will come. What is that kurukuru sound? Aham brahmasmi, aham brahmasmi. This was their thinking. 
and he sat with them and he said this does not work for me so he studied with a number of teachers but they said they will not they'll forget all about it they will only say he sat under a tree and enlightenment came so all you have to do is sit under a tree definitely sit under a tree enlightenment will come what kind of en enlightenment never sit under a tree why because birds are above yeah celestial droppings that's all will come you know yeah if you don't study what will come mirabai did not study she got everything when you know again this is kabir did not study he became a saint kabir and mirabai they sing about the teachers guru gobind udav khade kaake lagi pai very beautifully kabir say, the saint says that he opened his front door one day to find bhagavan and guru standing visiting him simultaneously at the same time bhagavan is also visiting guru is also visiting you know who to greet first who to prostrate in front of first and then you know kabir says there is no doubt in my mind if that happens to you prostrate to the guru first jin govind diye batai the one who taught the meaning of the word bhagavan there is no doubt in the mind so these people knew what guru was they just did not keep making empty do you know uh, dohas yeah so then what happens is this that they, they, then then they, they want this guru less gnanam i want gnan i want knowledge but this guru this take out this guru this is guru is a kanta you know kanta means what this uh, thorn yeah the guru is the thorn between me and the knowledge take out the guru i'll get the knowledge people have this and then there is another fashion so that was one thing apne aap i will get the knowledge this was the first one the first one i already taught we don't need gurus knowledge will come if you keep asking then there is this uh, people who quote meera kabir ramana maharshi and all those people and who will say they all got the knowledge apne aap in fact that is not true some people need a little bit of teaching some people need a lot of teaching some people need lifetimes of teaching why because it's all about the preparation here and here shama dama if it is there you just need a little bit of teaching but one always quotes the exception not the rule you should never quote the exception you should quote the rule and so the, the apne aap you know knowledge and this is something which is very prevalent in the west and also in india and they will say the shishyas of such gurus say proudly my teacher never went to gurukula my teacher never studied with anybody because my teacher is all in all just woke up one day enlightened everything came apne aap so what do you say to such guru yeah enjoy the knowledge whatever you have gained keep it to yourself don't give it to me yeah that's all you have to say honestly honestly this is what it is shrotriyatvam is a very important you know there is there should be a lot of comfort in knowing that the person that you are studying with has gone through a rigorous training there should be comfort in that and you can trace the lineage you should be able to do that and does not distort the upanishad and whatever you want you see i told you that example i was passing through a you know room where people were giving some at a conference they were giving a talk and i just heard the word vedanta i stopped and the person says vedanta vedanam dantah the teeth of vedanta this is how that was you know uh, translated ridiculous instead of vedanam antah 
end of the Vedas. So this is what it is. So they, without knowing things, people do this. So that is another thing. Then there is yet more, one more fashion. They will say we have Manasa Guru, meaning in my secret heart I have chosen a Guru. Have you told the Guru? No, I haven't told. Mani man me, I have man me basa liya hai. And usually I can't tell also why? Because it is dead Guru, you know? Yeah, some Guru that has died long ago. Because then you don't have to deal with the, you know, the, the unconscious, you don't have to deal with the interacting thing, you, don't, you, you can keep being as you are. You don't have to change your personality, you, have, you don't have to submit your personality to be sculpted, to be, you know, to, for the ignorance to be removed, you don't have to interact because that is scary. Remember the, the adage, don't stand in front of the Guru and behind the donkey. So now we have a way of having the Guru. And not having the Guru also. How? Choose a dead Guru. Satta Guru rather than Sad Guru. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and <laughs> so, then with a dead Guru, I don't have to deal with my emotions. I don't have to have any kind of an emotional, you know, change. And I can say that that is my Guru. But you know, the, the principle, the, the Guru Tattva is so powerful that even if that is what you choose and who you choose happen to be an enlightened person, that blessings of that person work because that person is, while that person was the body, is, is no longer the body and never thought that that person was the body. So even when that person is not in the body, that person blesses you. To do what? To find a live Guru. Yeah, <laughs> where the knowledge can take place. Yeah, that is what is the blessing. And at that time one has to be awake and one has to be aware and one has to have the grace to see what is it that you are being shown. To see that, okay, this is what it is. At that time one should not hold on, hold on to saying that that is my Guru, this is not my Guru. That Guru has blessed you to gain the knowledge. Sitting at home on the internet, what more do you need? You can say that all this is the blessing of that Guru only. There is no problem. Because if the Shraddha is true, you tap into that Shraddha and that Shraddha translates into the grace. And if your karma, if your Praradha is not opposed to it, the knowledge will come. Your Shraddha, in, even in a Guru that is disembodied, translates into you getting the knowledge from a life source. This is the beauty of it. Wonderful. But you cannot avoid this transmission if you are serious about this knowledge. You cannot avoid it. And you know, this is something we have to see. We have to see this for ourselves. And then there are gurus who say, who say other things, very interesting. And they will say, you don't need to be taught. Who is saying? Guru is saying. <laughs> what is the job of the guru? What is the only job of the guru to teach? And then there are gurus who say, you don't need to be taught. All you have to do is sit in front of me. You know, mere samne bed jao. Sit down in front of me. And then what will happen? Everything will be removed. You will go away very happy. Yeah. This is just laziness. That's all. <laughs> That's all it is. You know. How will it all go? Okay, maybe the presence of the enlightened soul, if you sit there, you know, some things will happen and whatever. Okay, granted, some, some prasad will be there. But the greatest prasad is, is knowing 
that you are not separate from that guru who is teaching you that is the greatest prasad so you cannot have these you know the the, the guru who says there is nothing to teach you just sit in front of me and you will feel good yeah and then what you have one first you are having the problem of addicted to things in samsara then you are addicted to the guru now because without the guru you cannot have a elevation in the mood so from antidepressant you have you know graduated to you know having the daily dose of guru without which you cannot eat drink yeah this is the height of dysfunction really i mean it, that one has one is fond of the guru not a problem that one uh, has an attachment towards the guru not problem all that is you know in in place it is encouraged to bond with the teacher it's nothing wrong but we are not talking of bond we are talking of bondage yeah like fevicol you know this is the this is that uh, gum it's the name of a glue in india so this functional way of being it is not correct and so this is this is where the na anyaf pantha vimuktaye the shastra doesn't accept all of these things the shastra is very very clear that you cannot breathe your way to moksha you cannot think your way to moksha you cannot imagine that you are already free and then you you know you 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 imagine way, your way to moksha you cannot uh, intuit your way to moksha because we are talking of the nature of the one who is intuiting you cannot stumble your way to moksha you know why because we are talking of the nature of the one who stumbles we are talking of the stumbler and you cannot avoid the guru in the in the process of moksha no matter what you do you cannot avoid the giver of the knowledge because the knowledge and the unfolder of the knowledge are unfortunately or fortunately a package deal depending on how you look upon it yeah knowledge comes the guru comes for free yeah <laughs> along with the knowledge <laughs> yeah the guru has to tag along because what will you understand if you read the upanishad you know if you read the upanishad kya samajh mein aayega bolo what will you understand purnamadah that is whole purnamidam this is also whole purnaat out of that whole purnamudachyate when you take away the whole what is left is the whole everything is the whole in my understanding also there is a big hole is... <laughs> if you read what will happen in fact robert clive one of that early you know the the head of the east india company who was ruling india the, the general and he you know wanted to know what is in this upanishad everybody is keeping on telling upanishad upanishad so he sent one assistant to learn this mantra and find out the meaning assistant went to pandit ji in banaras and this is what the pandit ji told pandit ji said this is you are this and you are whole and that is whole and the cause is whole effect is whole from the uh, you know whole you take away the whole the whole remains and the clive's assistant came back and reported it to robert clive and he wrote in his report the upanishads are the prattlings of an infantile mind this is exactly what is written in the report i said acha hua it is good because one thing they could leave you know otherwise that also they would have taken away or distorted this way they couldn't distort the teaching tradition that is why the teaching tradition is so exalted because really speaking it cannot die you know as long as the, because in order for it to die for in fact in order for hinduism to die you know you have to eliminate each and every person who practices it and that's impossible yeah 
because they are not just in one place anymore they are everywhere so that's why you will it will not die i once met some people from the caribbean who had settled down a long time ago they know the whole ramayana by heart just by you know the the women they know the whole ramayana by heart in fact they are so much better uh, you know uh, their understanding of the shastras and the holy texts is much more better than some of the practicing hindus in india because the fear that this religion would be taken away from them they you know because they were away from you know all the people they were the first ones to go settle they made sure their descendants know everything so ramayana was taught in night to ask this lady how come you know this complete by heart the entire ramayana she chanted and i i asked her how do you know this and she said that her mother taught it to her her mother used to always be chanting cooking cleaning whatever she did and her mother learnt it from her mother like that people learnt and people have kept this alive and this knowledge is alive it is undistorted it's the only thing that is can be com- completely communicated without distortion because it is about the nature of you that happens to be self effulgent please understand this there is nothing other than that so in all these romantic fantasies regarding gurus has to be given up whether i have to do this i have to do that and one more fantasy is there guru should choose me yeah. i will remain like that mera bulawa kab aayega when will my calling come when will the guru choose me i have already made up my mind who should be my guru my guru should say aaja you know yeah if anybody has read any of the puranas or the upanishad who goes to who guru goes to shishya and says please become my shishya and hands out a flyer or <laughs> shishya approaches the guru who approaches tell me shishya approaches shishya shishya has to approach adhihi bhagavan brahma vidyam varishtham even in this you know even in this very upanishad that we are studying prajapati just does not go are koi hai is anybody there who wants to learn <laughs> prajapati is getting bored you know yeah बैठे बैठे हाउ मच टू कॉन्टम्पलेट अहम ब्रह्मास्मी अहम ब्रह्मास्मी बोर हो गया ही गॉट बोर एंड प्रजापति सेट देखेंगे एनीबडी लुकिंग दैट दे आर वॉन्टिंग दिस नॉलेज इज देर एनीबडी देर ही लुक टू द लेफ्ट ही लुक टू द राइट एंड देर ही सॉ अश्वलायना आ जाओ आई हैव चोजन यू यू आर माई बेस्ट शिष्या परम शिष्या यू आर एंड अश्वलायना सेट ओके 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 I I think I have ten minutes. I'll listen to you. Okay, I'll sit down. <laughs> I think in between two chores, you just caught me between two errands, and I'm just going to sit down. Okay, if you really want me to, I'll sit down and listen. This is nonsense. If any guru says I have chosen you, you run away from there, please. Yeah, that is just you know, contrary to nature, really. And this is this is why it says na anyaha pantha. विद्यते विमुक्तये विमुक्तये टू बी फ्री यू व्हाट पाथ्स आर देयर यू नो यू कैन ब्रीथ योर वे यू कैन एक्सरसाइज योर वे ऑल दीस थिंग्स व्हाट इज द प्रॉब्लम हियर हाउ फार इज मोक्षा फ्रॉम यू टेल मी इट इज द डिस्टेंस बिटवीन यू एंड मोक्षा इज लाइक द डिस्टेंस बिटवीन माय हैंड एंड स्पेस व्हाट इज द डिस्टेंस बिटवीन माय हैंड एंड स्पेस नो डिस्टेंस हाउ अबाउट नाउ इज माय हैंड फार्दर टू स्पेस अबाउट नाउ नो that is the distance between you and moksha you are already free then you don't moksha is not something to be manufactured 
it is mokha that you you can manufacture yeah moksha doesn't have to be manufactured because it is your own nature in fact the only thing that is not manufactured is that freedom which is that limitlessness which is satyam gnanam anantam which is your own nature which is you it doesn't need to be manufactured so then what to do if there is no distance between myself and moksha then how many paths are there zero there are no paths in fact in the another upanishad we say that the path to moksha is is like the trail left by a bird in flight when the bird flies from here to there what trail does it leave it's not like a jet plane which leaves a trail of white smoke it doesn't leave a trail in fact there is no path we have to craft the word path because the the separation is so severe between myself and freedom that i feel i have to attain it so to speak within heavy quotes i have to attain this uh, freedom and if i have to attain this freedom that means that there is a separation and since the separation is in the heart and the separation is in the form of not knowing my nature the ignorance is the factor that separates myself and moksha not time not space not distance i am not separated from myself by any of these the if there is a separating factor it is ignorance so what to do if you have self ignorance you have to breathe it out correct ha huh? you have to breathe it out you have to breathe it out you have to keep doing japa i am not ignorant i am not ignorant and then you will not become ignorant no you have to know if you are suffering from ignorance you have to know but what about people who are not suffering from ignorance then they don't have to know then that means they already know no but what about people who know but they refuse to admit that they are suffering from ignorance or they are suffering from samsara which is the product of ignorance they they will say we are happy as we are ask them a few more questions you know just spend a little more time with them <laughs> then what will then the fellow will start talking uh my household some problems spouse some problems children don't listen some problems you know so many problems slowly everything will come out nothing comes out in the first meeting befriend them get to know them you will see that everybody suffers from this ignorance until it is interrogated so the antidote to ignorance is knowledge self knowledge because the ignorance happens to be centered on on i so the knowledge is also centered on i the i who had identified with the body mind sense complex and thought itself to be a finite entity is educated and made to be known that it is actually infinite so the ignorance is dropped along with the notions that i am finite i am a samsari i am an idiot all those notions are dropped and this is why one needs the knowledge one needs the teacher without the knowledge this without the teaching this knowledge does not come about the shastra doesn't accept any of this new fangled you know modern day vedantic variations of all this modern vedanta with you know spiritual romanticism spiritual fantasies you know all kinds of spontaneous uh, spontaneous knowledge happening you know all these things are not you know this is not what the shastra says 
Shastra says you have to, for the knowledge, for ignorance you need self-knowledge, for self-knowledge you need some preparation. And here there is a choice. You could have done the preparation before or you do it now. Before means what in another life. That's why frequently when you see these people, you know, who you think got the knowledge by themselves, apne aap, it is frequently that they would have done the work in the last life. They would have done all this. So the choice is there at the level of karma. Kartum shakyam, akartum shakyam, anyathava kartum shakyam. There is choice at the level of karma. There is no choice at the level of knowledge. There is no choice at all. You cannot say, I will know, I choose to know. What do you choose to know? I choose to know this as a flower. What else? I choose to know this as a mango. I choose to know this as an eggplant. So now I can, I have a choice. I can say, this is flower, this is mango, this is eggplant. Is this a choice in knowledge? Is there a choice in knowledge? No. Knowledge is as true as the object is. Even if you have a lot of Shraddha, you cannot say, please, oh Lord, let me look upon this as a mango. It will not, you know, you cannot do this. Even to please me, you cannot look upon this as anything other than flower. Even if you have Shraddha and I say, this is mango, you will not accept it. Why? Because knowledge is dependent upon the object and it is dependent upon the means of knowledge that reveal it. So here, what is the means of knowledge used to discern flower? Eyes. And if the eyes are intact and there is no disruption, and if the mind is present backing the eyes, then the knowledge of flower will take place. So much so that if I keep it here and say, please look at me, but don't look at the flower, you are not able to oblige. Because if there is something to see, the eyes will say, you don't have a choice in knowing. You don't have a choice in hearing anything. That's why sometimes you hear bad things being said about you, even if you don't want to. <laughs> you are just passing from room to room, you hear people whispering and you hear your name, you slow down naturally, you are curious and they say that this person, you know, very bad person and you heard some bad things. That's why you pick up all the unsavory odors. You cannot say, I'll only smell flowers, that you don't have that choice in knowing. Or you cannot smell, you know, something unsavory and say, I'll pretend to be it to be flowers. It will not work. Because that which is to be known is dependent upon the means of knowledge. And the means of knowledge uh, is Swarat, actually the Raja in its own realm of what it reveals. And so what is the means of knowledge for Mojanam, for freedom? What is the means of knowledge for self-knowledge? It is the Shastra revealed through the Guru. That is the means of self-knowledge. Shastra is the means of knowledge, pramana. And if you are in front of the Shastra, knowledge has to take place. This is very hopeful for us. You cannot say, I don't know and I know differently. Everybody hears the same thing, really. Everybody grasps it in the same way. This is Adbhutam. This is the wonder. There are so many bodies, so many minds, that one Atma, one knowledge, that self-affelgent Atma, is taught in exactly the same way. It is just so beautiful. It's, it's very wonderful. And therefore what? You know, we have to see this very clearly, that the knowledge is as true as the object. Vastu tantram jnanam. Tantram means it's dependent upon the means of knowledge. It's dependent on itself as an object to be revealed. Whereas action is kartru tantram, 
is dependent upon the doer you can clap you need not clap you can clap differently but you can you cannot say i choose to know i choose to not know i choose to know differently that option is not there in knowledge is is not there in any knowledge and likewise it's not there in the knowledge of vedanta either you have to know and this is what you are and this is a fact and this fact if you know you are free if you don't know you still feel bound because the the knowledge works only because bondage is not real you see bondage is notional and the notions are disrupted and dissipated through which knowledge that is the knowledge of the upanishad that is what is called self knowledge na anyav pantha vimuktaye there is no other way to be free there is no other way you cannot feel yourself to brahman you know you cannot say i am just going to feel my way to brahman that is not what it is so shastra has to be seen with with shraddha and shastra has to be seen with the same shraddha that you give your eyes when you say i saw it with my own eyes this is true you give the benefit of doubt to the eyes you give the benefit of doubt to the ears you give the benefit of doubt to all the means of knowledge that you operate and here you have to give the benefit of doubts doubt to the means of knowledge that operates upon you as the pramata it in fact dislocates the knower from its seat from its prize seat of knowing everything except the self really so it dis- dislodges the knower and says that this is a knowledge that doesn't need a knower because it is self effulgent it is you and you happen to be that which is e- e- even sustains the knower that which sustains the no- known so therefore it's a knowledge that happens in the mind but not you are not the author of this knowledge it doesn't happen by the mind you're not the agent of the knowledge you are that knowledge which is free of divisions you are that existence that is free of limits you are that joy that has no beginning no end you are that is your nature and this has to be revealed there is no option in that so where is the option the option is only at the level of preparation how to prepare to receive the knowledge there is preparation and there are options there and that we will see in the next session om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 hari hi om shri gurubhyo namaha hari hi om